All right. Welcome back to another episode of As the Drum Turns. I'm Laura Smith, and I'm here with Jeff Hollingshead today. Jeff, how are you doing? Doing good. Good. Hey, so do you have any updates or any news for us this week? Yeah, I uh, actually want to share a story that, that I heard just this afternoon about one of our GMs and, and HR managers and from one of the states that we do business in. Uh, they noticed that, and one of our team members that had not been acting in his self and, and kind of reached out to him and, and to see what was going on and, and come find out he you know had, had a problem uh, with, with an addiction problem and you know that, that group they took it upon themselves to uh, to, to find a, a rehab to, to put them in uh, look look for a rehab that didn't have any any copay so they found rehab didn't have any copay. Uh, also talked to that rehab about uh, covering the, the cost of travel uh, to get them to the, uh, a neighboring state to get him help and and so that that individual got you know got him on the got him on the plane just took care of this person from start to finish and uh, you know that really really touches me you know they didn't they didn't call they didn't call me and ask me they didn't call our HR here in Nashville they just did it and uh, and I, I just think that's so awesome you know it's a good testament to some of the great people that we have work here that they took it upon themselves to help this person and hopefully you know then make a change in their life uh, you know they're going to be in, in a facility for, for 30 days and you know the reality of it is and, and we talk about this all the time that, that this is a family business and, and it's, it is a business we got to hold people accountable we got to make sure that we have folks that are running trucks that are safe and uh, but at the end of the day if, if we can help somebody along the way it, what, what a great thing to do and so I just really uh, appreciate those individuals and, and that did it and for reaching out taking care of this person and and hopefully you know pouring something positive into their life uh, and, and, and maybe that'll be enough to stir them to want to change and uh, I hope hopefully it does but I just wanted to share that it's great to recognize um, just people treating each other like family, like you said. It's wonderful. Um, you know, one topic that I thought that we could talk about today um, would be communication. Uh, and I think that we had kind of discussed a little bit about maybe what we wanted to say here. But um, communicating is definitely something that that, um, that we can share about. And so I want to know your thoughts on that. Sure. I uh, heard somewhere this week and kind of stuck with me about silos and ha- not having silos in your company. But basically what that means is, and I'll just use an example. So not the dairy silos. Not, no, no not, the, not that or the cement silos, but, but silos in the sense that folks that are in a part of a certain group, a particular group in, a, in an organization, they only go up and down in that group. So if you're uh, a mechanic, for instance, in Georgia, you only talk to your you know, head mechanic, and they only talk to in our in our particular company and to Chris Ross because he's over the fleet. So that that would be considered a silo if we never had the general manager engaged or or other people within our organization and and, and communicating with one another. I think it's really important and to for all of our groups, whether you're in this example, uh, if you're in the working out of the shop, or if you're a plant manager. If you're a general manager, an operator, a QC, whatever it is, you can't be so narrowly focused 
to where the problems that you're seeing arise, uh, you're not sharing that with the greater group, you know, and, and letting everyone know, hey, this is an issue, and let's what can we do together collaboratively to to fix things and to make things better and to, and to communicate issues. You know, it's not always that something's broke. It's just communication's good. You know, collaboration is good, and, and if we do that, we'll be able to better service our customers and take good care of of the people that work for us and, and the people that buy our concrete. So uh, I think that's something we should keep in mind and, and be focused on. I think everybody does that at times. It's not something that you just say, hey, I'm not going to do that and you never do it again for the rest of your life. I think it's something you have to be cognizant of and it's something that we all have to work on where I'm not talking to the same five people every day. And those are the only people inside of my inside of my bubble. You know, I, I need to reach out make sure that all the members of our team are engaged, they understand what's happening, and we share information with one another. We might have an issue that's happening in Nashville where uh, concrete wasn't uh, batched properly because someone made a particular mistake. Well, instead of just keeping that mistake held here uh, for our people to learn from, we need to share that with everybody so we can fix that problem in all of our markets. Same true if you have something happen in Florida or Michigan or Texas or wherever we're at, we can all learn from those experiences and uh, it's important for us to, to do that. And, and the only way that we can remain a flat organization, and by that mean, I mean we prohibit silos, we prohibit this, this top-down management structure. The only way we can remain flat is through great communication and great collaboration. We work together and we talk with each other. And keeping those those uh, those lines of communication open, are, it's going to be important. You know, our company has changed dramatically over the last five, ten years, and it's going to keep changing. You know, if we keep growing and making acquisitions, the only thing that can prohibit us from from doing so is a lack of being able to manage what we have today. And, and there are times that I feel like that we're unable to manage uh, appropriately because of uh, lack of communication and lack of working together or uh, certain individuals being completely covered up while our coworkers are working at, at 50% capacity. You know, we see that a lot in, in, you know, frankly, in our own office where I've got a group of people that are just so busy they can't see daylight you know they're so covered up every day they're in here 10 12 14 hours a day just working really hard and other people don't have enough to do and why is that we've created silos we've created these these areas where we lack communication where we're not delegating the way that we should uh and we talked about this a few weeks ago on a podcast we're not inspecting what we expect we, we've got to do that right i mean we've got to Make sure that, you know, if I'm busy and I'm covered up, that's good. I, I like to be busy. But if, if my coworker beside me doesn't have enough to do, if I'm not handing things off, then who's hurting? I'm hurting myself and I'm hurting the whole organization. So I think this is something to, to keep in mind, be mindful of, look for ways to reach out, communicate. Even if it's not, you know, a part of what you do, uh, it all affects us at the end of the day. 
Yeah, it, it reminds me of um, as soon as you started talking about this and the communication, you know, I think there's a lot of conviction of, hey, I do just only communicate with a certain people and, and not everyone else. But it reminds me of First Corinthians 12 about the a body of Christ. So it's he I think it says um, the body is a unit, though it's made of many parts and though its parts are many, they form one body. Um, and then it goes on to say, if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be part of it. So, you know, I think that exactly like if you're, because I'm not a plant manager, or I'm not a mixer operator. Hey, I'm in, I don't know, accounting, accounts payable, marketing, that's my job. Um, not that I'm part, but we have to communicate that way. The foot knows what the hand is doing. Uh-huh. I think that's an awesome, awesome example, and just a, a great. I mean, that you that you need clearer than that. That that's exactly right. And everybody plays a role in the body, you know. And it, you may be like you said, you may be in marketing, but marketing matters because that's how we reach out to customers. That's how we reach out to our folks, like what we're doing here today. Uh, you know, the same is true if you're a salesperson. You pull up to a plane, guys are running behind. Are you jumping on the wash rack to, to, to wash down trucks and get them off the yard? You know, if you're a general manager and you pull into a, a plant, and there's guys sitting around not doing anything. There's orders in the red. What are you doing to fix it? You know, it's it's all of us to, to coming together. You know, if you're an operator that's been with us for for a year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever, what are you doing to, to facilitate the guys that are around you? Are you being a leader? Are you leading by example? Uh, to the to the new guys, maybe maybe some of the old guys has been with us a, long, a while have kind of you know got gotten easy you know or, or taking it easy a little bit too much. Maybe you got to leave you know grab the bull by the horns and and show them the way. So you know that's just so true that it takes every person that works at SRM Concrete to come to work every day and give one hundred percent every day for us to achieve the goal that we have for for ourselves what is our goal our goal is to be uh, the best ready mix company in the country that's our goal how can we do that i think we we do that by treating our people like people and going above and beyond for our customers we can't go above and beyond with for our customers if i have half of the staff doing it and not the other half what could we do if we all, you know, all 3,000 of us, if we all come to work with the same diligence every day with the same mindset that I'm going to make it happen today? I'm going to do and be the absolute best I can be today. What what could we do? I mean, it's it would be pretty amazing. And we've had moments like that, you know, and we have moments where guys are just killing it, you know, and just doing a phenomenal job. You know, I, I've got... 12 operators at our Mount Juliet plant right now and 12 operators they're batching 2,000 yards a day out of Mount Juliet and and then I've got a group of guys that come in at night and run out of that plant too so you know total I probably have 21 22 guys running out of that plant at the most some days probably less and they are you you walk into that plant those guys aren't hostile. They're not mad. They've been working like dogs. I mean, they're, they're just working hard, really hard every day, six days a week. They're pouring, you know, like I said, 2,000 yards a day, six days a week, wide open on multiple big jobs that we have. And you walk in, everybody's, 
they're just glad to be there. You know, they're glad to work. Uh, you know, and and that's a testament to that's a testament to the plant manager. That's a testament to the folks that that come in every day, and that's an example of what it can be like. Doesn't make it easy. Doesn't make it not stressful at times. It just means that we all got each other's back. I love it, Jeff. Thanks so much for sharing, and we will talk with everybody next week. Thanks, guys.